Howard Zinn at 100, the enduring legacy of the people's historian. I'm Amy Goodman, host of Democracy Now! with Dennis Moynihan in our weekly Breaking the Sound Barrier podcast. August 24th marks six months since Russia launched its war on Ukraine, with millions displaced and tens of thousands of civilians and soldiers killed. That same day, August 24th, marked the centennial of the late historian Howard Zinn's birth. Zinn was an author, a professor, an anti-war activist. His seminal book, A People's History of the United States, revealed a different, dissident perspective on the historical arc of the Western Hemisphere, from Christopher Columbus's arrival in 1492 to the so-called War on Terror. First published in 1980, A People's History has become a standard text, with over two million copies in print. Howard Zinn died in 2010, at the age of 87. His words, more than a decade after his death, are still worth hearing in a world racked by war, racism and inequality. War poisons everybody who engages in it. That's Howard Zinn, in a 2006 address in Madison, Wisconsin. The United States was waging two major wars at the time, in Iraq and Afghanistan, and supporting ongoing conflicts elsewhere. Howard Zinn continued, We've had a history of war after war after war after war. What have they solved? What have they done? Howard Zinn volunteered to serve in World War II, becoming a bombardier. He participated in the bombing of Royanne, a small town along the coast of France, in April 1945. There's a few weeks before the war was going to be over, and everybody knew it was going to be over. That's Howard Zinn speaking on Democracy Now! NewsHour in 2005. But there was a little pocket of German soldiers hanging around this little town of Royan on the Atlantic coast of France, and the Air Force decided to bomb them. 1,200 heavy bombers, uh, and I was in one of them, uh, flew over this little town of Royan and dropped napalm, first use of napalm in the European theater. Uh, and we don't know how many people we killed or how many people were terribly burned as a result of what we did, but uh, I did it like most soldiers do, unthinkingly, uh, mechanically, thinking we're on the right side, they're on the wrong side, and therefore we can do whatever we want and it's okay. Howardson visited the French seaside resort in 1966 to speak with survivors. He wrote a detailed history of the raid and its consequences. He said on Democracy Now! It was uh, a very a great, uh, sobering lesson about so-called good wars. In Zinn's 2006 Wisconsin speech, he talked about the casualties of war. The different ratio of civilian to military deaths in war, how in World War I, 10 military dead for one civilian dead. In World War II, it was 50-50, half military, half civilian. In Vietnam, it was 70 percent civilian and 30 percent military. And in the war since then, it's 80 percent and 85 percent civilian. Howard's and taught at Spelman, a historically black women's college in Atlanta, during the height of the civil rights movement. Among his students were a young Alice Walker and Children's Defense Fund founder Marion Wright Edelman. Professor Zinn explained on Democracy Now! Well, at Spelman, I, I got involved with my students in the, the actions that were going on in the South, the sit-ins, the demonstrations, the picket lines. 
His solidarity got him fired. In 2005, Professor Zinn was invited back to Spelman to deliver the commencement address. Howard Zinn was a prominent opponent of the war in Vietnam. In 1968, he and activist priest Father Dan Berrigan flew to North Vietnam, coordinating the first release of U.S. prisoners of war held there. When renowned whistleblower Dan Ellsberg released the Pentagon Papers, the U.S. government's secret history of its involvement in Vietnam, Howard Zinn and his late wife Roz hid a copy of the documents in their home. His dedication to peace and anti-war activism continued unabated throughout his life. August 24th, in addition to the anniversary of Zinn's birth, is also the day that Ukraine marks its independence from the Soviet Union. This year, independence celebrations were banned across Ukraine for fear of Russian attacks. Russia did strike a rail station on that day in eastern Ukraine, killing at least 25 people, including children. On the same day, President Joe Biden announced an additional $3 billion in military aid to Ukraine, bringing the total in U.S. military aid to Ukraine since Biden took office to $13.5 billion. Howard Zinn is not here to condemn this war or any of the others now being fought. But through his example, his activism, and the enduring relevance of his writings, we can commit on the centennial of his birth to reiterate one of his central messages, war is not the answer to conflict in the 21st century. I'm Amy Goodman, with Dennis Moynihan.